What are we doing today? Okay, this hip is about to exit my fucking body again. Hi guys, welcome back to Hot and Bothered. It's Chris Bruno. I'm Cedar Champ, and on this podcast we talk about everything that we find hot as fuck. And everything that bothers the shit out of us. We have no credentials, minimal life experience. We are literally nobodies. Don't take our advice on anything. Um, And that's the premise. So, hey, happy fucking holidays. Happy holidays, babies. We are... We're in our holiday party era. We're binge drinking. It's family time. It's time with friends. It's parties on parties. It's hangovers. It's bloating. It's not going to the gym. It's giving rainy. It's giving eating, eating, Snowy, eating. maybe, depending on where you are. Except for no one's getting snow this year, which is scary and weird, but whatever. Really? Yeah. I feel like it usually snows like February, March. Yeah, but like Minnesota is supposed to be covered with snow right now. And my sister called me and was like, the snow's like it snowed, but it's melting right now, which like does not happen in December in Minnesota. Thanks, Biden. And I literally said to her, I was like, Okay, hey, global warming. Yeah. Like, nice to meet you. As we were like just having a conversation about my dad and his politics, because he's obviously like a climate change denier and like whatever. Um, and so we're like, okay, Slay, hey. Um, anyway, so no one has any snow, and we're all obese and have been <laughs> binge drinking for days on end. And that's holiday season, girls. So whip out your velvet pantsuits and put on your Santa hat. And go like flirt with some people in your office at your holiday party. And now this is sounding like the end of the episode. <laughs> it <laughs> is. Um, yeah. Anyway, that's 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 what it's giving. Neither of us have any fucking idea what is going on at this present moment. In we don't life. know what we're talking about today. So just shut the fuck up. Please just bear with us. Because yeah, like this is going to get. But ugly. you know what I did want to talk about? Should we talk what? about New Year's? Let's talk about New Year's. That seems like a relevant topic. It's pretty fucking relevant considering New Year's is in a few days. Uh-huh. So let's get into it. Chris, are you hot or are you bothered this week? I'm hot because it's New Year's. You just like short circuited. I there. always short circuit. <laughs> um, I'm hot because it's New Year's and we all know how like stupid and gullible I am. I like any reason for a fresh start for a feeling of inspiration for he something loves astrology he loves i a don't tarot know anything reading. about any of those he loves a new year's resolution oh, dare God. i say carry on so i don't know i'm like let's see what the new year brings i feel like it's gonna bring hotness and wait wealth. so you're hot was that the consensus yeah because okay. i like something to look forward to regardless if i know what's going on or not well especially in like the dead of january like mm-hmm. let's be real we all really need something to I fucking look forward to I forgot what my topic was. new year's resolutions oh yeah um so i think it'll be a good year um comment your resolutions below i don't have one also, I'm one of those people who I've never done anything eventful for New Year's Eve, like in my career of being an adult. Like I have never done anything fun. Like New Year's Eve and like the 4th of July are always like, oh, I have like 15 parties to go to and I end up like not, not doing, doing anything. anything. And it always ends up being like kind of a disappointment because you mm-hmm. think it's going to be really fun and then mm-hmm. it's not actually that fun. Yeah. Yeah. Like I... I for the past six, seven years, like, I don't think I've gone to, like, a solid... Well, there was also, like, COVID, but even aside from that, like... Actually, I did have one good New Year's Eve, like, at Chateau Marmont. But that was, like, kind of weird as well. But, yeah. 
So I don't know what I'm going to do this year for New Year's Eve. I actually don't either. Um, And I have had like maybe one or two good New Year's Eves in the past. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, like the past two years I've spent New Year's Eve in Miami, which like. That sounds fun. I could maybe pull that off again this year, but I don't know if I'm going to. So I might just like be here in L.A. But I'm like, I feel like there's always this weird pressure where like, first of all, it's supposed to be the night of your life. Right. Mm -hmm. And then second of all, the hottest person in the bar is supposed to be your New Year's kiss. And Mm -hmm. like, even though you haven't spoken to them once the entire Mm -hmm. night, it's supposed to happen where they just like decide to walk up to you two minutes before midnight. And then it just is. But life isn't a Disney movie. It's certainly not it is not Um, and so it never happens but like even if you don't have that expectation i feel like we all still do have that expectation kind of subconsciously and then so we're always like a little disappointed maybe you know what i'm saying yeah and my add is taking me i'm i'm we're gonna go a different direction i'm exiting (laughs) off this freeway and i'm entering onto talking about adult disneyland no we're not going there i don't know if a disney adults should be a topic that we talk about it should be actually we should address that but since we're there i have a proposal i don't want this since neither of us have new year's eve plans should we do new year's eve at disney what if we did no, that that's my worst nightmare it would be fun i don't think so i'm not going to anaheim Let's we'll bring a man and his friend and we'll like go have a little Disney moment for New Year's Eve. That sounds magical. If there were to ever be a magical New Year's Eve, it would be that. I don't think I like you tonight. (laughs) Chris is like literally. No, but I was like stalking this guy's Instagram and his and his boyfriend were like strictly posting pictures at Disneyland. Like that was like all their photos were like at Disneyland. And I was like, Why? That's such a turnoff. I do agree, but I also kind of feel like there are a few reasons for being like a Disney adult. And I think it's hard to tell what reason that is, but I do think like how much I hate you for being a Disney adult does depend on what your reason for being a Disney adult is. You know what I'm saying? I think it's, I think if you have the time, the energy, the disposable income and you are choosing to go to Disneyland, you have mental problems. You have mental problems. That's kind of what I was getting at. That's kind of what I was getting at. Like, I feel like some Disney adults have experienced like some intense childhood trauma and that's their way of like being able to be a child without like the trauma you know and so if that's your reasoning for being a disney adult not my cup of tea but i support you in like that if that's endeavor. your outlet go off absolutely um but then there's also maybe the group of people that just really love like amusement parks and like roller coasters and shit and it's like okay there's a few other options other than disney but like i just don't know how somebody could have the patience like Going to Disneyland is like going to like an open air like Walmart. Yes, it's so true. Like the demographic of people at Disneyland is just I do not want to be stuck behind someone like shuffling to go get their icy and their like pepperoni pretzel. Like I'm not. Here's the thing, guys. 
They're Apparently, cleaning the street, but we need it because we love homeless people. Yeah, my I, my neighborhood is flooded with homeless people, and they wash the sidewalks um sometimes. And I'm just learning maybe it happens on Mondays. I guess I don't know. Um, so there's some noises in the background, and if you hear them, don't hear them and go fuck yourself. Um, anyway, we're gonna carry on about our discussion about Disney adults. And um, I wanted to tell you. Mm-hmm. The comparison that you just made of Disney being an open air Walmart, that's the best thing I've ever heard in my life. But it's like the same kind of person. 1,000%. Mm-hmm. And I adore that. We love them. Mm-hmm. We're not Disney shaming. I'm not going to comment on that. I'm going to tell this to everybody who's watching the video because I know that there are a few people that watch us. The reason you're going to see Chris and I hitting two vapes tonight is because <laughs> I am an ex-nicotine addict. You'll see this on our Instagram story, too, if you follow us, Hot and Bothered the Pod. Um, this vape has no nicotine in it, but it's flavored. This vape is just nicotine and no flavor. And... Chris and I just decided to do a little collab. So I have the one with nicotine with no flavor. Cedar has the one with flavor and no nicotine. And we're just shoving them both up <laughs> our And we're assholes. both dissatisfied. <laughs> and so we're just... Yeah. We're putting one in each hole and that's, yeah. that's yeah. what's happening here. So if you see us hitting two vapes at once, that's why. You know why. Imagine they both had nicotine and we were like, oh my God, that's so bad. Anyway, okay, so you're hot this week because you are a Disney adult. Exactly. I'm also hot this week because it's New Year's. Who knows? We're going to just like manifest being hot in 2024. We don't care. We're hot in 2024. Correct. We are. Also, I've been saying correct a lot lately. Correct. Because if people need your validation, something is correct. Correct. (laughs) But it's because when I say yes to people... They like always ask the question and I'm like, why are you asking me the question again? Was I supposed to like if I said no, would you have asked me the question again? Or are you like, I don't understand what you're saying right now. Like if someone will be like, I'm at Starbucks. I'm like, okay, a grande latte. And they look at me and they're like, grande. And I'm like, yes. Like, yes. I'm like, yes. And then they'll be like, okay, grande. And I'm like. Correct. Correct. So instead of saying yes, I just say correct. That's a very weird observation. I it's improved my quality of life and my communication exponentially. Obsessed. Especially okay. with people that I work with. I literally respond correct all the time. Correct from here on out. It's amazing. It's all you're gonna hear coming out of our mouths. It's amazing. And sometimes when people ask me a question, I'm like Okay, I'm already bored of this conversation. Okay, yeah. So I actually wanted to just circle back because we've gotten so far off topic with like Disney adults and like ordering your drinks at Starbucks and stuff. (laughs) So New Year's resolutions because I think that that's important. And like we're obviously I'm going to acknowledge that like no one cares to hear our hot take on this because everybody talks about this Mm because it's New Year's and we're making a podcast. Mm -hmm. We all know you guys are hearing about New Year's resolutions on whatever fucking podcast you're listening to. But you're going to hear about it again because you know what I want to know? What I want to know is, Chris, how do you feel about New Year's resolutions and do you set them and do you support people that set New Year's resolutions? I always set a New Year's resolution because, again, I like something to look forward to and I like something to make me feel kind of productive. I always follow through with my resolutions, Mm -hmm. although I don't remember what they are at this point in the year. I don't know what my New Year's resolution was. for. Actually, I think I know what it was and I think I did it. 
Was it to break up with your boyfriend? <laughs> uh, no. Uh, I think it was... I don't remember what it was. I think it was just to be happy and find myself again and to make a lot of money while doing that. AKA breaking up with your boyfriend. I guess, if you look at it that way. But something else is I feel like with New Year's comes a lot of like reflecting Mm -hmm. on your past year. Mm -hmm. And I have like a really interesting theory on reflecting. Okay. Which I think it is. I think reflecting is like, okay, to some capacity. But I generally think that reflection is like a terrible waste of time. And I think that it just is a way to like dig yourself a deep hole of depression. Like I try not to like reflect on past relationships, things I've done in the past that have like embarrassed me, things that have, you know, that I wish I could have done differently, things that I failed at. I'm like, I don't like reflect on those things. And like, what's the word I'm looking for? Like, I think that that's the man in you talking. I disagree with that to an extent, but I've also acknowledged and observed that um, my like um, emotional capacity or like my maybe like even my emotional intelligence has kind of like plummeted in the past few years. Like, for example, I used to like really allow myself to like feel and process things and like whatever and especially when it comes to romantic relationships like I used to be like a very anxiously attached individual when it came to romantic relationships and I'm realizing um, it's easier not to be that I've actually been damaged so bad that I've turned myself from an anxiously attached person into like an avoidantly attached person which if you motherfuckers don't know about attachment theory like google it I'm not gonna explain it to you but I've legitimately turned into like an avoidant attached individual and um so obviously aka I'm detaching myself from my own fucking emotions because I'm like I can't deal with those that's good um, I'm proud of you. I kind of think so too. That, I'm growing. happier this way. That's growing. I'm happier this way. That's that's, um, that's what I do and that's how I live my life. So reflecting on 2023, I'm like... It's something we will not be doing. It was such a shit fucking year. It started off with... It had so much potential at the beginning and it went downhill so fast. So fast. And so I'm like, you know what? 2023... She never happened. Don't I'm not thinking about that. I'm not like going to, I'm not going to reassess. I'm not going to revisit. I'm not going to like, I'm not even going to acknowledge that she happened because what happened was I lived through it. And in the moment I had the feelings and I processed the emotions, but I'm not going to re I'm not going to process those again. I'm mm-hmm. not revisiting that you ever don't again. You have to do that. I'm proud of you. So I, I disagree with you in a sense, but I am also in agreement with you. And do I think it's the healthiest thing? No. But do I think that it's the approach that we're going to take? Yeah. Absolutely. And we're going to go into 2024 with that same motherfucking mindset. Slay. I think, you know what, guys? I do think that I kind of say this every year. And I hate to be this person. 2024 is going to be the best year of my life. I kind of, I don't think it's going to be the best year, but I kind of think it's going to be a good year. Like, I I mean, yeah, it's it's not going to be worse than 2023. I think everybody kind of has that like general feeling though of like 2024 is like going to be okay. Mm -hmm. Like we're all going to be fine. 
So we'll see. I don't know. Like, catch us on the fucking... I think it's kind of like the world is... I mean, the world is in a horrible place, but I think it's also, like, in terms of, like, COVID and, like, people kind of getting back to normal. It's like we kind of were on, like, a high high of getting back to reality that now we're just kind of like, okay, we're in reality, so we can just kind of, like, level out. Yeah, and I think that, like, probably the past couple of years, like, because we were on a high high, like, kind of set us up for a lot of disappointments. Correct. And so we've let go of those expectations now, and we're just like, okay, life is lifing. Mm-hmm. And I, I am going to knock on wood after I say this, and excuse me while I bend over to find wood, but I think 2024 is going to be a smooth ride. Knocking on wood immediately. I think it'll be good. I think it'll be good. I think we will be coasting. I think it'll be good vibes. Okay, so resolutions, what are yours? I just want to like... I don't know. Kind of the same as last year. Just like work on myself again and just be happy. And maybe... I actually had one in my mind. I think I'm going to like say no to people more and to like not surround myself with people that like stress me out. So I have a slightly different take on resolutions. Um, I support people that want to set them for themselves, Mm -hmm. but I don't entirely agree with them because a lot happens in a year for sure. And I think that like we set new year's resolutions because that's like the topic of discussion mm-hmm. uh, New Year's. That's what we talk about. So people are like, okay, maybe I'll set resolutions. But realistically, like our goals and like expectations for ourselves change so much throughout a year. So should you set resolutions? Sure. But should you be like revisiting and reevaluating your resolutions every like three months? Yeah, probably. I think that also like when it's like top of mind, like the first month or two of the year, you kind of get into that habit and you're like staying true to that resolution. And for me at least, then it just kind of turns into something normal and Mm -hmm. then you don't really realize that you're practicing it anymore. Yeah. But it's a matter of making it a practice because a lot of people like forget about it and just let it fall off. So it's like keeping it fresh in your mind, setting a fucking like calendar Reminder. reminder. My calendar reminder on the fifth of every month, ignore people say no obsessed i'm obsessed with her it's gonna be really good yeah absolutely i don't have any resolutions and i'm probably gonna keep it that way you know what i've been doing lately that like i told chris about but i'm like scared to admit to everybody else in the world oh my god let's not go there the world doesn't need to know this she's been jerking off manifesting yeah how can you come thinking about that I just think the female orgasm is different than the male orgasm. And, like, maybe I'm just fucking so insane and, like, don't know anything about anything. But I just do really think it's, like, such a different mental space. And so, anyway, for context, everybody, since Chris wanted to skip over that whole thing, obviously we all love a little manifestation moment. And I've always been this way. Like, I'm a big manifester before. And we love a masturbation moment. (laughs) manifestation masturbation destination (laughs) and i've always been a big manifester like before i knew that i was manifesting like that's always been a thing for me 
so anyway, I've been trying to manifest really hard lately because I'm like have no life goals and like don't know what I'm doing with my life. And so I've been so what are you manifesting? putting some big a Porsche, um, putting these manifestation practices in. I've been incorporating them in my daily life. And I don't know how this I think I saw a theory about it on the Internet where like someone was saying basically like picture the life you want to have while you're masturbating and then get to the peak of your orgasm but then don't come and I'm like okay I'm not doing that like why would I do that like I'm literally not doing that the point of me masturbating is because I want to come so like I'm gonna do that so and I didn't start doing it right away because I was like that sounds like a waste of time but then one night I don't remember like what happened but I was just like kind of like daydreaming thinking about how good my life could be and like whatever and then it was like about that time I masturbate every night I think we all kind of do right it's like normal okay and so I'm like my schedule's all over the place you jerk off at weird hours no just like I don't have like a, a it's not like it's not scheduled it's like every time I get in bed to go to sleep I have to jerk off to go to bed yeah if I'm really tired I don't but it's like kind of routine I watch TikTok for like 15 minutes and then I'm like, okay. I want to watch more of TikTok. Yeah. It's my bedtime routine. So anyway, it just happened where I was kind of daydreaming and then I'm like masturbating and then I'm like, okay. <laughs> and then I'm like thinking about myself and I'm thinking about the person I want to be and I'm thinking about me. She's got like freshly washed hair new nails she's like so clean and chic and she's getting into her nice car and whatever and I'm like okay she's hot and so I've been manifesting through masturbation and I don't know why I started telling that story I think it's a great topic and I think you told everyone I'm so glad everyone knows that and about now me everyone now. knows your deepest darkest secret I'm not that ashamed of it I like genuinely don't care it could be it's better than watching like like, would you a guys rather watch him watching threesome like, like, or whatever? No, it literally, is. like someone like getting like fucking bukkake or something. Like, <laughs> I would rather admit to the world that I'm that masturbating to the idea of me being hot than to some like weird kinky fetish on the internet. Which, like, no shame to that either. Like, but, I still like, do that. You know, we can, we can talk You're about like, that That's another day. Two, maybe three. But anyway, so New Year's resolutions are going to be a thing for me because I'm kind of constantly just like manifesting in a sense and like changing and adjusting based on my current life circumstances and so I just they feel a little unnecessary to me but I do understand why they are necessary to some mm -hmm. you know but since we're on the topic of masturbation should we should we talk about my topic this week so you're asking me to ask you if you're hot or bothered mm -hmm. are you hot or are you bothered did we cover everything we wanted to cover yeah you took the mic so I'm good <laughs> Did you want to talk about anything else? No. No. Well, we went on so many tangents. I know. We talked about Walmart for too long. <laughs> okay. Are you hot or are you bothered? Um, are you hot or are you bothered? I'm hot this week because I, I want to talk about sex, which like no surprise. I don't think there's ever been a single episode we've ever released where there wasn't some sexual element. Or 47 motorcycles. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um... And I think we should keep that going. I mean, yeah. Sex sells, baby. So true. Not on this podcast, though. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, okay. I'm hot this week because I've been on a really interesting journey in my life in terms of, like, what kind of sex do I like? Like, I don't ever really know. And just when I think that I've figured it out, I realize that I maybe actually 
don't have it figured out. Okay. You know? Like, I've never put that much thought into it. Really? Mm-hmm. Like, you don't have any, like, specific kinks or, like, fetishes or, like, you don't enjoy, like, rough sex versus, like, vanilla sex. Okay, I think I like it a little rough. Mm-hmm. And I think I like it to be... I don't, like... I know what I don't like. I don't like, like, a transactional sex moment. Like, I don't like a rushed okay. sex situation. Okay. So it, there needs to be some element of we're here to enjoy each other and, like, let's yeah. connect. Yeah, and you can have that with someone that you don't know. For sure, And it's 1, even better when you don't know them. 1,000%. It's, like, even better than if you know them. And then even if you don't know them and you, like, have good sex and then you, like, have a little cuddle afterwards mm-hmm. and then... And then you they never leave see them and again. You still don't know them. That's the best. But what's it. disgusting is when you have a sex interaction and then it's like jump out of bed, put your pants on immediately and run out the door and never sure. speak again. And then it's like you need to develop a little bit more like emotional intelligence at mm-hmm. that point, I think, because I, I abide by the rules of like you can cuddle after sex and not have to be engaged. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of people are afraid of like that intimacy and it's like you can have intimacy with strangers. Kind of going like, like you can. Yeah, you for sure can. Kind of going back to like the jackhammer thing. There's sometimes where I'm like I find it hard to believe that you're enjoying this. Yeah. Like I'm like just, it feels so mechanical. Mechanical and transactional yeah. is weird to me. Yeah. And I think that's kind of weird to everyone. For sure. But it happens more often than not. And I'm like, okay. I have, okay. I love that you took that direction because that's kind of where I'm going with this. Um, so, like, the thing is, is that, like, as a woman sleeping with straight men, I think that it is a little interesting because, like, thinking back to some of my first sexual experiences, they were all very, like, I thought I was enjoying it and maybe to some extent I was, but realistically I was essentially just there for the other person's pleasure. Mm -hmm. So for this, like this gross straight guy's pleasure. Right. I think for me, sex started out where like I'm fucking this dude and I'm just getting railed and like, (laughs) I'm not even actually able to think about or process how I'm feeling or Mm -hmm. like if I'm enjoying this or where I'm being stimulated Mm -hmm. or what the circumstances are and I'm like actually just literally getting getting railed and so that's kind of how things started and then moving forward from there I think I fell in love for the first time and it was like slightly rough slightly kinky but there was also an element of like we're deeply in love Mm -hmm. and then that happened and then I think I was like damaged so bad from that because he was a piece of shit and then I like kind of as a safety blanket reverted back to just strictly like rough sex Mm -hmm. with no element of connection really. And then I'm giving everybody an entire walkthrough through my sexual history. I hope everyone's enjoying this. And then I like started to dabble in like really rough sex kind of like really rough sex, like BDSM adjacent, but not entirely like not with all the equipment. I mean, it depends on what equipment we're talking about because there was like a little bit of equipment, but not a lot. Like a swing? No. No, it wasn't like a full production. But I have had some moments of like things are getting a little crazy, you Mm -hmm. know, kind of situation. Like should we stop? Like should I say the safe word or what's going on? Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Kind of along that route. 
don't get me wrong. There were some emotional connections in there and everything, but I was just like really experimenting with really rough sex for a while. And I took a step back from that. And then I was like, wait a second. Do I even actually like this? And then that's kind of like when my journey of like almost celibacy began. Mm -hmm. And now I'm asexual. Hey, guys. (laughs) But lately, any sex that I've had, like probably for like the past few months, any sex that I've had at all has been kind of straight to the point, not in like a transactional way, but in like a very vanilla way. Like it's Mm -hmm. been so vanilla. And then there's like a part of me that's like, huh. I kind of respect a vanilla moment. Yeah. I'm like, have I ever had vanilla sex? I don't think I've ever had well, vanilla sex. Well, clearly you've been having it for the past three months. I've been having vanilla sex for a while, but like, I'm kind of like, do I like this? It's like safe and easy and gets the job done. It, it is safe and easy, but then I'm like, do I need anything more than this? Is Maybe I guess, every the once in a while. So my most recent suitor... We started off pretty vanilla and then there's been like a little bit of incorporation of some other stuff. Like we're, we're like getting comfortable with each other, I think. Mm-hmm. So things are like, they're not kinky by any means. They're mm-hmm. not rough by any means. They're definitely still like relatively vanilla, but we're picking up the pace, you know, Good like we're kind you. of getting with it. And so I'm like, okay, that's hot, but it's still pretty vanilla. And I'm just like, maybe I just like vanilla sacks. Nothing wrong with that. I think there is something wrong with it. But I'm just going to enjoy it for a moment because like I allowed myself to have obviously a really like rough moment. So now maybe I just have a really vanilla moment. I love that for you. It's all about the highs and lows, baby. So true. I love to go from one extreme to the next. Me too. Slay. Maybe more ways than one. You know what? If I was going from one extreme to the next, maybe I would just be like soaking or something. Imagine. If I was a Mormon. I was like, isn't that what Mormons do? And he just like, "Mm," and that's it. Yeah. Oh, God, that grosses me out. Isn't that so disturbing? It's so gross to think. I know. Imagine. Isn't it like still kind of sucks? Yeah. 1000%. Soaking. Soaking. That's disgusting. That sounds unsanitary. That's unsanitary. Soaking. Soaking. I picture like a pruned dick. Picturing like a moldy sponge. Can dicks prune? I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I've pr- my hands have like pruned in like a swimming pool, and I don't yeah. think I've like checked my dick. But I'm thinking of like a dick, the acidity of a vagina. Oh God! Soaking. Does the dick prune? Are vaginas acidic? Have you ever taken a sex education class? Do you think I retained anything? <laughs> About vaginas? Yeah. I was like, ew. Uh, uh. Um, yeah, vaginas are acidic. Would you let a guy piss on you? <laughs> I don't like pee. Like, I don't know how that turns someone on. I don't want to I don't want anyone to pee on me. I, I that grosses me out. I would if I was like so in love. And it would depend on where he wanted to pee. Like, don't get that near my hair, my face. If you wanted to, like, pee on my legs, maybe. And you would have to, like, actually beg me. You would have to be like, this is make or break. Like, if you love me, 
And if you want to be with me, I need to do this. Otherwise, we have to break up. Okay, I would. I would course, be like, I would comply with that. Okay, like I guess we could do that. You know, um, and I'm wearing like a full. If like, you were taking a shower with your partner, not sexually, and he was peeing in the shower, and you guys were taking a shower together, would you be mad at him? If he was peeing in the shower while we were showering, but not peeing on me. Mm-hmm. I almost strangled my ex for like doing that on multiple occasions. I was like, the fucking shower smells like piss now. And I have piss on my feet. I have piss on my legs. Like everything smells like pee. And now I don't feel like I'm even taking a shower anymore. Okay. I think I would be okay with it depending on the context. So like say we're in a bathtub shower, like the ones that everybody has that are small and like, you know, we're, we're showering in one of those and you pee in there. I will literally murder you yes i will murder you because it's like steamy. i don't pee it's, in the shower i do is, not pee in the shower i do but it's steamy piss at that point yes like the hot and it's like water. getting into my pores like i do not want to pee <laughs> your in eyes shower. are watering i don't it smells god and forbid smell somebody like, ate asparagus and i'm just like i feel like i will smell like piss all day like i don't yeah. want pee near me I would be really annoyed about that. But if we're showering in a shower where we have separate shower heads, we're on opposite ends of the shower, like whatever, piss where you want to. I don't care. I don't even pee in a urinal because I don't like when the pee like splashes back on me. No, that's disgusting. Urinals are fucking disgusting. I hate urinals. You know what I was thinking about the other day? I had a straight man in my apartment. Guys, the amount of times I have a story to tell for any time there's ever been a man in this apartment because I get so upset. Anyway, and he wasn't even like I wasn't even hooking up with him. Like there was just a man in my apartment momentarily. And he fucking went into my bathroom. He went into my bathroom, took a fucking piss, comes out. And I go in my bathroom like I didn't even have to pee or anything. I just went in my bathroom to like put something away or like whatever because we were getting ready to leave to go out. And not only you is went like. In there because you're anal and neurotic and you're like, what damage did this fucking to, loser cause? I had to that, scope it out. That I'm going to like be mad at him about so i go into my bathroom and the lid of the toilet is lifted and not only just the lid of the toilet is lifted but the fucking seat is lifted too and i come out of my bathroom and i looked him fucking dead in the face and i said what the fuck is this shit i need you to understand there's a woman that lives here what do you think i'm gonna do with this i'm gonna come back here tonight at 4 a.m i'm gonna be blacked out and i'm gonna have to fucking piss and i'm gonna fall in my own goddamn toilet do not ever go into a woman's fucking apartment and leave her fucking toilet like this again I like sitting down in a house so and that's where i was going with this i love a straight man that sits when he pees i love to sit down when i pee i love to sit down i love to take my time don't bother me there's actually quite literally no reason why men need to be standing while they're pissing. There's no reason. Well, I also don't do it when I'm in public. Well, yeah, because... You don't want your ass to touch the toilet seat. And I don't want my my member to touch the toilet seat at any point either. Yeah. Like, that grosses yeah. me out. Yeah, that makes sense for sure. I just it's I think relaxing. We need to normalize sitting down to pee. I have a little bit more respect for men that sit when they pee than men that don't. I feel like I've recently come across a lot of guys who admit to sitting down when they pee. I think we're normalizing it and I, I think respect it, I that. I think we are definitely normalizing it. And if you're gonna be in a woman's apartment, just, just sit, sit when you fucking pee. Like And also you run the risk of getting pee somewhere. And nothing could be more embarrassing than that. If you get pee somewhere. Like, I have a friend who has, like, matte black tiles in her bathroom. And, like, even if I'm peeing directly into the toilet like a normal person, 
the floor will be covered in like water spots like Mm -hmm. i don't think that we see otherwise so ever since then i've been like hyper aware of where p like goes like i don't know if it's like p coming for me or p going into the water that's splashing out or whatever but it literally is like p all over the floor and i'm like that's fucking disgusting so in summary it's literally unsanitary Mm -hmm. to stand when you piss and you know what this man said to me after I was, like, screaming at him, essentially, for leaving my toilet seat up? What? He was like, well, how do you think I feel every bathroom I go into? I have to use my fingers to lift the toilet seat up so I just so I can piss. And I'm like, and that's your problem because your ego is so fragile that you would be – you would feel emasculated if you sat when you pissed. Also, I usually end up washing my hands before and after I pee when I'm in public. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, that's so interesting. I don't know. I feel like gross, again, touching myself. You want to hear something? What? I'm going to get annihilated for this. I don't know. I'm just like not a big hand washer. But it is a little different for guys. I go through phases. Yeah. Like if I don't think it's necessary to wash my hands, I just like won't. Like if I'm just at home. Yeah. But I usually like wash my hands like as soon as I get home. Yes. One time, it was after I moved out of New York and I went back to visit Mm -hmm. and I was like going through something. There was a lot wrong with me during that time in my life. And I like, I just wanted to have like a little one night stand. I do that every once in a while. And I picked this guy up and he comes back to my hotel with me and we hook up, right? Like fully penetrative sex, no condom, nothing of the sort. We get done having sex. He decided he was going to stay the night. Never asked him to. And I was like, okay, weird, but whatever. We all know I'm constantly stuck with men that overstay their welcome. And something about me must be too inviting. But I just don't think I'm an inviting person. It doesn't make sense. So anyway, we're getting ready for bed. And I start washing my face. And he's like, you're washing your face and you didn't wash your hands before. And I was like... You can leave. Yeah. And I was like, it's like, it's fine. My hands aren't that dirty. And he's like, but you were like out. Like we were out in the city together. Your hands have to be dirty, like New York City dirty. And I'm like, you literally just put your entire dick inside of me with nothing to cover it. And you're worried about how clean my hands are. To wash my own face. After to wash my own my face. face. Like <laughs> what the actual fuck? I just think that people that are weird about like germs and hygiene and stuff are like low-key a little retarded because it's like people during covid who like with they're like wearing their masks in their car and stuff it's giving that energy i mean i don't wash my hands necessarily for like i don't think about germs when i do when i I think about like smelling good and like the feel of my hand i don't associate it with Mm -hmm. germs yeah no because like people know like let's all have a little bit of self-awareness like you know when your hands need to be washed correct and it's time. And, and usually, you like, wash when I'm, hands. like, working and running around, like, holding things, like, mm-hmm. touching things, like, I'm, like, okay, I, like, need to, like, wash my hands. Like, I'm, my hands are grossing me out. Mm-hmm. Like, they're, like, dry and smell yeah. like a cardboard box or, like, something gross. Mm-hmm. And I'm, like, I just, like, need to wash them. But it, I, I don't ever really associate it with germs. It's just kind of, like, I want my hands to, like, feel good and smell good. For sure. And then, like, there's obviously special circumstances where you're, like, at a dirty fucking dive bar and yeah. you use the bathroom and you're, like absolutely washing my hands like okay sometimes though bathrooms gross me out so badly that i'm like it I'm feels not wa- dirtier if i'm you not do washing wash your my hands. hands like 
I'm like, I don't, that soap is going to give me a rash. Mm -hmm. The water pressure is horrible. It's not going to work. And I don't know how these, I don't know. I'm not going to risk it because there's probably not paper towels in here. And the paper towels are not going to dry my hands. Absolutely. So I don't know what's going on. And like the, like having like the water splashing up from the sink is probably like actually going to give me like a disease. Yeah. Like, like, no. So it's like you go into the bathroom, you're using your like elbows to open and close doors and stuff. And then so it's like in that circumstance, don't you will not catch me dad washing my hands at a bathroom like that. I will find hand sanitizer somewhere else and like life will go on. It's a case by case basis. Sometimes I, I literally like I was in Malibu the other day and I like stopped at pavilions because pee was coming out of me. And I like had to go in this back room, like past the fish deli, like up the stairs in the back. Go into the bathroom. It smells like there's two dead bodies, like, it's somewhere alive. in the bathroom. I literally, like, push open the door with my shoulder, piss in the urinal, and swing the door open with my feet because mm-hmm. it was the most unsanitary bathroom. I was like, there's nothing in here that is <laughs> That's going to make me dirtier. cleaner. Yeah, yeah. That is, like, <laughs> yes, that's cleaner than I am pre-existing Presently. walking into this. So I'm just not going to add that into the mix of things. I'm no. just going to, like walk in and expose myself and exit mm-hmm. case by case i am gonna address um people often comment about how we're a little a little adhd obviously um and i just i love it and i enjoy it and i think it's so fun and i love nothing more than the fact that this conversation started out about vanilla sex and, and now, now we're, we're talking, talking about, about public pissing in and dirty bathrooms and if you guys don't mm. like it that has babe, nothing to do with me <laughs> nothing anyway um no i support um using your best judgment on when you should and should not wash your hands in public places and if i ever see somebody walking out of a bathroom and they're not washing their hands but they look like they know what they're doing go off i support you you know i actually could go on about this topic for days but we don't have all the time in the world no we don't we certainly don't I'm going to say one more thing and then we can wrap it up. If you're like at a nice restaurant, like you're like, there's no reason for you to not wash your hands. If you're at a nice restaurant, like if I'm in the bathroom and I'm washing my hands and then a guy like goes and takes a piss and just walks out, Mm -hmm. I'm like, you're putting French fries in your mouth. Mm -hmm. You should wash your hands with your dick fingers because we all know he stood (laughs) while he pissed. Like, (laughs) and And also like like, like, the towels to dry your hand in this in this bathroom are actually like Egyptian cotton. Yeah, I'm just like if you're in a nice bathroom, wash your hands. The hand soap is fucking labo. Like, there's no reason for you to wash your hands in a nice bathroom. You're a disgusting, disgusting, disgusting person. No. You should be excited to wash yes, your hands. Yes, I'm excited to wash my hands. <laughs> and that's when I wash it before and after. Same. It's giving Bird Street Club. It's giving Sam and Sunday bungalows. It's giving I'm like, Avra. I'm excited that I... Me mints. Mm-hmm. I'm excited that I get to use like an actual towel to dry my hands mm-hmm. versus like some cheap fucking shitty little mm-hmm. like paper towel that came out of a dispenser that has germs all over it. Like... I my hands are gonna smell so good after that, and there's moisturizer next to the mm-hmm. hand soap always. And I'm like, like, you're gonna take a cigarette, you're gonna take a piece of gum, you're gonna take a pink Starburst. It's and essentially you're like run. being at a fucking spa, and the it's like I'm Aubrey, so I excited. Buy vapes from him. You get vapes from him. Mm-hmm. I'm obsessed I with that. Him. I'm so obsessed with that, That's my baby. Slay. Get your vapes at Abra this week. <laughs> um, <laughs> Literally go to Abra Restaurante, whatever the fuck they call it. 
just to get your vapes. Yeah, I did that fuck when your they local like, smoke started shop. closing it. When they started, cl- I can't talk. Fuck this. <laughs> fuck this all. When they quit vapes, whatever, and when they banned nicotine in Beverly Hills is when I started going to get them out. When Albra. they quit vapes, when they started closing it. <laughs> When they ban nicotine from Beverly Hills. Okay, I, in case you guys don't know, which I'm sure a lot of you don't, um, n- nicotine is like outlawed in Beverly Hills. You cannot buy a cigarette or a vape or, or chewing tobacco. You cannot buy nicotine in Beverly Hills. In the city of Beverly Hills, you cannot. Crazy. It's illegal to smoke nicotine. If you're on the streets of Beverly Hills smoking a cigarette, you will get approached and they will ask you to put out your cigarette. Um, it's vile. And also flavored tobacco is illegal in the state of California. No. Everyone needs to go fuck themselves. And if you have an addiction, that's your problem and not everybody else's. And Stop not, making it everybody not, else's problem. Not anyone. And in that is coming problem. from somebody that is actively like trying vapes, to quit vaping. Like, vapes like um empower the economy. What's the word? Enrich the economy. I don't know. We're contributing. We're paying for something. We're paying for a product. Go get a nicotine addiction this week, girls. Support your Support local your economy. Support your local economy. Support your tobacco dealers. Okay, so what are the girls doing this weekend? They're getting a nicotine addiction. No, they're washing their hands or they're not washing their hands. We don't care what you're doing. They're Just having vanilla sex. Sitting down. I don't care what gender you are. You are peeing, sitting down. You're having vanilla sex. You're developing a nicotine addiction. And you're not going to stick to your resolution, is what you're doing. Mm-hmm. But you're setting a calendar reminder so that you do revisit your resolution every month or every, I'm gonna, maybe like I'm going to rethink months. my resolution. Yeah, we we'll can get a little we'll, more creative. We'll probably circle back to you guys in the new year with some hot, fresh resolutions. Happy New Year's, girls. Um, H N Y. Slay, thanks Happy for year. finishing out the year with Hot and Bothered. Just in time for the siren. Slay, we love a good siren. Okay. Happy, Happy New, New year. year. See you in 2024. And we will be Let us more... know who you kiss on New Year's Eve. Oh, yeah. Please let us know. And we're looking forward to a very, 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 very hot and very bothered 2024. Mm-hmm. Slay, see you later. Love you. Bye. Love you.